Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, brought to you by Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward. Each week I feature a different aspect of Disney weddings, from the latest news, information, and money-saving tips, to interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney brides and grooms. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations worldwide. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with Disney bride Jenny Tully about her Escape Collection wedding at Walt Disney World. And I thought you guys would be interested to hear about how she chose the package and what she did to customize it and how everything turned out. So welcome, Jenny. Hi. Thanks so much for being on the show today. I'd love to start at the very beginning and find out how you guys decided you wanted to have an Escape event at Walt Disney World. The Disney thing actually started off as a joke. I saw like the BuzzFeed article about how now you can have your ceremony inside the Magic Kingdom for, you know, only $100,000. So I brought it up to everyone like, what if I wanted to do that and watched everyone's faces go white? And then I was like, well, wait, is that all that they offer? And then I started doing some research and saw that they actually have like a nice, intimate, reasonably priced, at least it was when we (laughs) did ours, package. So I, you know, went back to everyone. I was like, hey, there's actually this package for 20 people or less. I don't want to be in front of a million people. I don't want to have to worry about the drama of not inviting everyone. And we love Disney. So, and yeah, it was like a huge hit. Everyone wanted to do it. That is a great strategy. Start with the $100,000 price, and then anything else you say under that will seem entirely reasonable. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. But it actually was like a perfect fit for us. We got to have an untraditional wedding, but at the same time, we got all of the trappings of a traditional wedding. It was great. So it sounds like your friends and family were totally on board with the idea. Did you have anybody who was like, I don't want to travel all that way? Or We really didn't. You know, we didn't even like formally invite people. We kind of sat down and we were like, okay, who do we think can come and will want to? And pretty much everyone that we approached was just like, I've wanted to do a Disney vacation anyway. This is perfect. So it went over extremely well. That's great. Yeah. How many people ended up making the trip? We had 15 people and four of them were small children. So it was pretty small. Okay, great. Now, how did you guys decide on your ceremony venue? That was kind of something that I went back and forth on a lot. I mean, I even was like, oh, what if I do wishes and we find like five people just because I want to do Epcot. And that was like the thing that gave me the most stress probably. But ultimately, I knew that I wanted to do something outdoors. And I like the fact that Seabreeze Point was outdoors, but it was also covered. So I wouldn't get sunburned in the middle of my ceremony, which as a redhead is a concern. And um, it's just beautiful. The location is amazing. It needed minimal decoration. And we loved the water setting. So ultimately, that was like, why did we even think about anything else? This is perfect. (laughs) 
And were you initially planning to do a private catered lunch at the attic, or was that something that after you started doing research about restaurants and things that you decided to add on? It was definitely something that we came to after a lot of research. We kind of decided early on that we wanted to do an early ceremony and then go to the parks in the evening because when are we going to have, you know, our closest friends and family with us to do that? And some people were leaving. So it was like, okay, let's go to the Magic Kingdom. But how do we do something in the middle where people still feel like they got the wedding experience and we actually have, you know, some time to soak in and enjoy it? And like none of the resort restaurants are really open for lunch. So the pickings were kind of slim for that. And then getting a park reservation for even like more than 10 people is really hard. So we were just like, okay, let's just spring for the attic. It has a minimum, but we can go big with this few people, have an amazing meal. And in the end, we were like, this is perfect. We loved it. Did you have them set the cake up at Seabreeze Point and then move it to the attic? Or did it just go straight to the attic? We actually had to eat our cake at Seabreeze Point. They told us it was going to be like $200 what? to move it. <laughs> we were like, um, I'm sure it'll taste great before lunch. <laughs> so they, you know, did the staged cutting and they were like, well, after we do the staged cutting, we could move it for you at a hefty charge. We wanted to be like, can we carry it ourselves? But we just decided to eat it there. And there was plenty of time to do that. And then, you know, we took some more pictures and had to, make that grueling walk across the boardwalk and by that point it was hot so we were glad we had some sugar in us to keep us going (laughs) (laughs) i see so if you had asked them to just skip the cake cutting at the ceremony maybe they would have been okay with just taking it straight to the attic but the idea of having to set it up and everything that was where they were got it yeah and we didn't add photography to our reception at the attic So it was nice to have it there and get those staged cake cutting photos. Oh, that's a really good point. Yeah. So tell me a bit about your planning process. Did you find that it was easy with the escape collection because it's a package that there wasn't a lot for you to do? I did think it was easy, especially after we kind of settled on our venues and gotten a little bit more comfortable. At first, I think I would have been really stressed out if I hadn't had like your book and the Facebook group, because it's really hard to find information just from Disney. So once we, you know, had committed to paying the money, they were really easy to work with. And I personally love just checking things off and having certain options to choose from because I could torture myself with, you know, too many options. So that was great. And I didn't really feel like once we got into that point, like I wanted to change my mind about too many things, but the early part of it was definitely stressful with not really knowing what was going on. Interesting. Okay. What uh, cake and bouquet did you choose from the package? So we did the little Mickey cake. I forget exactly what they called it, but it has like the little silver Mickeys around it. And we added on the white chocolate castle, which was totally worth it. And then I did the cascading bouquet. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was beautiful. So heavy, though. The next day, my arm hurt, and I was like, why am I sore? Oh, from the bouquet all day. (laughs) Yeah, we also had them create a floral arrangement for the top of the arch at Seabreeze Point to match that, which was stunning. That's interesting. Do you remember how much they charged you for that? You know, I really don't think it was too much for how beautiful it was. I want to say it was about $200. 
Oh, that's great, because that's an easy thing for someone to add on. I know that Escape, they'll try to talk you into these packages of decor, and sometimes people don't understand that you can just add things a la carte. So I like that idea of all you really needed was just a floral arch. Yeah, we also added like chiffon swagging to the arch. It was like every package that they presented with, I was like, oh, I like two things from one, two things from the other. So I just sent her a list of what I wanted, and they priced out pretty reasonably. It wasn't like they tried to say, oh, well, outside of the package, it's, you know, $1,000. So that is definitely an option, and I recommend that to anyone who wants something a little different. That's great advice. Was there anything else that you swapped or upgraded in the package? I don't really think so. We did the bubble exit, but we just kind of added that, and we also did the white chocolate Cinderella coach favors. Those were a big hit. They were adorable. Oh, nice. Can you give my listeners a basic timeline for how the day ran? We had our ceremony at 1030, so that meant that I had my hair and makeup done at 530, which I ended up sitting in the room for like an hour and a half eating room service breakfast, so (laughs) that was a little bit too early probably for just me. But then we had the limo come and, you know, picked up my husband from his friend's room at around 8 o'clock, picked me up at around 9. And right when we got there, we met up with our photographer and our wedding planner, and we started doing the first look photography. And then we did some family photos. We walked down to the site and kind of got everyone in position. And, you know, our ceremony started right on time. Lasted about an hour from that to the end of eating the cake. All of our guests walked down the boardwalk to the attic, and we kind of hung back, took a bunch more pictures at Seabreeze Point, and then down the boardwalk. And then we joined everyone at probably, I want to say it was about noon. We kind of dragged (laughs) getting there. So then we had our catered event from noon to 1.30. Everyone else was waiting and munching on the fruit that we put out. So it was a good thing that we did that. (laughs) That's great. Do you have any tips or favorites from the menu you chose? Yeah, we actually used one of the like global Epcot lunch menus from your site as our like basis for it. We just told them things we wanted to sub, things we didn't like. And so it ended up being like a New England style lunch, which we thought was perfect for that atmosphere. We had like turkey meatballs and cod and these strawberry shortcakes that had edible glitter on top of them. That was a really nice touch. (laughs) Okay, cool. So now when you were planning, what were the most important aspects where you focused your time or your budget? Well, I knew that the number one thing that I kind of wouldn't budge on was doing a park photo shoot at the Magic Kingdom. For me, it's like there were other reasons to do Disney, but if we went down there and we didn't do a park shoot, would anyone really believe we had a Disney wedding? (laughs) (laughs) So... So I was like, okay, I'll cut pretty much anything else as long as I can do that. Luckily, we ended up kind of being able to work everything else we wanted in our budget, except for like moving the cake. (laughs) So, um, you know, we, we did add some decor upgrades. We did add, you know, some favors and the bubbles and stuff like that. And then we went pretty big on our meal. We had a ton of food. I really wish they'd let us take some back with us. But, you know, we were pretty 
easy working with our budget with these, you know, small amount of people that we had. Okay. And then were there aspects that were less important where you saved your money or your effort? Yeah, we didn't need to go too hard in the decor. Like we didn't have any centerpieces at the attic. The attic is super cute. And we didn't even know exactly where we were going to sit because that's an indoor outdoor venue. There's the balcony and then the inside. So we just showed up and all of our guests were sitting outside and they're like, hey, it's beautiful out here. We decided to do this. (laughs) So we didn't even have like a vision, you know, oh, we want this theme or we want these special decorations on the tables. That was very casual. They did move our archway floral to our sweetheart table. So that was really nice. But otherwise, we were just like, we want this to be relaxing. We want to just spend time with our guests and eat really good food. That sounds great. It was. What ended up being your favorite memory of the day? (sighs) That's really hard. You can pick more than one. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) This is the one that I've like agonized over. The really simple answer is just the exchange of our vows. We wrote them ourselves and we wrote the whole ceremony from scratch and had my brother actually officiate, which was really special. But kind of a more fun answer was that we did the bubble exit. And so Ali, our photographer, was just yelling at everyone like, more bubbles, we need more bubbles. And they were these tiny little tubes that like the space where you blow through to get the bubbles is so small. I mean, you're getting like one bubble at a time. My mom is like, I'm dizzy. I'm going to (laughs) hyperventilate. We were just laughing so hard. And the pictures from that are amazing. And then as we were walking down the boardwalk after everyone had left, there was a little kiosk and there was a cast member there who had some Mickey bubble wand thing. And Ali got really excited. He's like, more bubble pictures. And then right as we set up the shot, it stops working. (laughs) So he's just like, where are the bubbles? And it was just hysterical. We laughed so much on our wedding day. It was so much fun. That's great to hear. I guess the tip there is bring bubble guns. (laughs) (laughs) So then did anything go wrong or just not turn out like you expected? Very nearly. I brought my own flower girl baskets, ring bearer pillow, a couple other small things like that. And I left them in the room. I was like so excited to get out in the limo that my mom and I just went. And then I get in there and my um, extended family is all in the limo. They're like, hey, where's that box? And I didn't bring my magic band, which, you know, I just didn't even think I would need it. (laughs) So I was like, well... I guess we're just not having them. The kids will have to put flower petals in their fists. (laughs) But my brother-in-law actually ran back up and the uh, housekeeping staff had seen me walk past in my dress. And he's like, I'm here with the bride. She forgot her stuff. Can you let us in the room? And they just did. Oh, that's wonderful. (laughs) Yeah. So he got the box and then they actually asked him, like, can we do anything else for you? And he's like, what, let me in someone else's room? (laughs) Right? That could have gone badly, but it actually ended up just being another funny story from the day. So That's great. Mm -hmm. Was there any aspect of the wedding that seemed like a big deal beforehand and then turned out not to be? Yeah, I think this is pretty common. I definitely stressed out a lot over transportation. Even with so few people, we still had people at four or five different hotels and 
it was just like, uh, do I make people get in the limo at like 7 a.m. and wait at the boardwalk forever? You know, do I have to rent other vans? But, you know, I just kept going back and forth trying to think of all these different solutions and how to save money there. And then we realized half of our guests drove, so we could just ask them to drive. And I was like thinking, oh, no, that's going to be such a hard thing to ask them. They're going to think that we're cheap. Everyone drives themselves to weddings. I've never been to a wedding that I wasn't in the party of and gotten transportation there. I don't think they're actually going to expect this. It's just something that we know that they can do. So when we ask them, they're like, oh, yeah, we'll see you there. Great. (laughs) Was there anything you know now that you wish you'd known then? Yeah, I definitely didn't think enough about the photography. We were really, really happy with our photos. Part of the reason why I feel a little bit of regret is because we like our photos so much. We feel like there aren't enough. Mm. We didn't like sit down and write out a shot list or anything. And I think it's a little bit hard to do when you've never been to your site. You know, that's maybe something I would have thought about more if I had a site visit as well. Like, oh, I want this specific place. I want this specific background. But we really didn't do that. I ended up without pictures of just me and my mom. Mm. No pictures of just me and my sister. You know, he was asking us kind of on the spot, what do we do now? Like, what combinations do you want for family photos? And I'm like, what do you think? (laughs) So that's definitely something I should have planned more, even written it down and had it in my clutch or something because I just totally blanked when he was asking me. And we ended up coming up with some really good creative shots together but then on some super basics I dropped the ball (laughs) and we also didn't add any photography when we were at the attic and looking back we were all like we totally could have done that right nobody suggested it as an option but we added on an extra half an hour at the beginning of the day for the first look and they charge us for it but it really wasn't much so I'm pretty sure they would have just charged us another 100 bucks to do an extra half hour at the attic. And that probably would have made a big difference to us because we only have some really crappy cell phone pictures of that part of the day. Yeah, that's a good point. Disney definitely will be happy to add on photo time. So that's a good tip for future escape couples. Yeah, for sure. Any other tips or advice for future Disney brides and grooms? I think mostly to kind of relax about it. I think there's so many options. There's so many like amazing things you can do. And if you're like me, you've been on the Pinterest forever. You've, you know, seen everyone's photos on Facebook and you want every possible combination of everything because it's all so beautiful. But, you know, we ended up going with a lot of like our first instincts. I went back and forth on everything. And then it was like, wait, I don't need a dessert party. My husband hates fireworks. (laughs) (laughs) He does. Yeah. And my littlest niece cried every time they set off fireworks in the park. So that might have just been a disaster. (laughs) So, But, you know, it's like, oh, everybody else does it. I have to do it, too. And we ended up doing like a little private illuminations cruise as sort of a way around that where it wasn't like everything is about the fireworks. We have to get all these fireworks shots. And that was really great. But yeah, it's just easy to get overwhelmed with all of your options and feel like you have to do everything. But 
you don't. And everything that you do, your guests will probably be like really wowed by because they don't know that there's $100,000 options out there. (laughs) Exactly. That's a great point. Well, Jenny, thank you so much for taking the time to share your story today. I think it's been really helpful for anyone considering the Escape Collection at Walt Disney World, and I appreciate your taking the time. Great. Thanks so much for having me. That's our show for today. If you enjoyed it, be sure to rate the Disney Wedding Podcast on iTunes so that others will find it. You can also send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show's website. And for instant answers to all your Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings questions, check out Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at passporter.com/weddings.asp or in print at passporter.com and amazon.com. <laughs>